Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A chill in the air, the howling of the wind, an army of monsters begging for candy at your door. Three perfectly acceptable reasons to stay in this Halloween. That's why there's Drizzly, the go-to app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits and choose from a variety of convenient delivery options. It's almost frighteningly easy. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. Hey, what's going on? It's Boss Bertha Most Lit. What's up? It's your girl, DJ Excel. And this is... The No Homo Show. Where everything we talk about is homo as Gay, 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 gay. I'm gonna try to block it out because you oh yeah, we can't come in the first thirty seconds. Right? I block you out every time. I be doing the the fake joint, and you be like, I be ready. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> we got a special guest in the building with us today. Yes, yes. Go ahead yes. and introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, what you do. My name is Camille Oshundara. I'm a screenwriter, artist. All the things, yeah. <laughs> yes, Camille, Camille, Camille. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So the way we like to get started is with the coming out story okay. you can keep it brief mm-hmm. but just let us know how you decide and when mm. to come out the closet not you don't remember look it's honestly weird because it's like i feel like i was one of those kids that everybody knew i was queer yeah. you know what i mean especially when you're like i think that sometimes it's like oh you're the black sheep or you're like the, the creative one or you're the tomboy or yeah. whatever so i feel like that was my story and you was all of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> they was like oh, okay and i grew up in georgia so they was like okay. this is obvious nigga we right, right. um so that was like my like my coming up like that was was more obvious i think but mm-hmm. i remember the when my mom i was sitting down at a table with my mom and my mom came out as lesbian later in my life oh, oh wow. yeah about like way later and so we were just sitting down at a table and i was just like at the time i was i was bi and mm-hmm. i came out as bisexual to her and i was like i think i'm gonna have a husband and a wife and she said what and i was like <laughs> at the same time she was like oh, okay cool like <laughs> but how old were you i had to be i was grown ish i think okay. i had to be maybe like a freshman either like a se- i think i was like a senior in high school because i'm okay. like that just started getting kind of i don't want to say trendy mm-hmm. but like more popular now right yeah. so, so you did, what do you think huh like what do you think is more trendy now uh, like people like poly relationships oh, and, yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. but for you to say it in high school mm-hmm. like and I, so it's like, I just felt like there's multiple coming out. It's like, that was me being like, <laughs> okay, I'm bi. And then I was like, and my sister was like, okay, we'll, we'll see. Right. And then it was like, hey, y'all was right when yeah. I was two and y'all called me, you know, gay or whatever. So I feel like for when me, like when, when, when people try to tell me who I was when I was young, I think I kind of resisted that and then yeah. wanted to explore myself. And a lot of them was right. But I, so I feel like I came out multiple times. Uh, and then when I came out as trans, that was really that was difficult. It was hard yeah. conversation with my mom and my sister and stuff like that. So that's why I'd be like, which coming out story? Like, right, so right. Many. That's what I was saying too, because like it is different conversations you gotta have. Like, all right, I need mm-hmm. y'all to understand it's an update real quick. It's so an update. When you said bye though, mm-hmm. did you really feel that way at that time mm-hmm. or was it like a step? Oh, no, at that time, I did really feel that way. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people think that bisexuality doesn't exist. Like, either you're straight or you're gay. Right. Which I feel like is more straight logic. I don't know. So, for me, at that time, that's the life I was living. I was living a bisexual life, and that was honest for me. Um, If I had to unpack my relationship, like, with men at that time, I realized that was not 
love was not romance. It was just kind of compulsory. You're taught to do it, so right. you do it, mm-hmm. and then you realize it don't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time, I was being honest with myself, you know, so. Word. Yeah, because I was like, let me come out as bad first. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'll cut you well, niggas off. Where taking that D, though? Man, so. why do you keep saying that? Like, you it's have to funny. stop with it's the funny. cap, bro. But yeah, I just had to, like, creep into it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like you said, it was kind of like what was the norm, so. I was like, well, if you want to keep a little faith, I like dudes too. If you still want to look at it like Your mom that. was like, God, please. Please have a little straight in there. <laughs> she with another girl. And, and oh, two dude. is hard because it's like, at least for like my family, like folks who d- didn't see other queer people making mm. families. Okay. So in their mind, the only way to make a family is like, you know, be a little bi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure yeah, it yeah, out. Exactly. You know, yeah. a lot of people did Maybe that. Maybe you'll grow out of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. People yeah. made sacrifices for families. And then I was just, then you just realize you don't have to do that. Like if you don't feel like that, right. don't. That's that's not your truth. It's fine, but yeah, that little inkling up. I was probably I was tiptoeing around yeah. for a long time. I feel like I knew I was trans at the same time I knew I was queer. Like as a kid, right. tiptoe because you just be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a hard topic. Yeah, so, it really is. Mm-hmm. So how do you identify? I identify as transgender. Um, I'm non-binary. These are terms that people like to use, um, but for me, I like gender fluid. Like gender fluid. Okay. I just feel like just fluid. I use they them pronouns mm-hmm. like. That's it, like fluid, like water type of vibe, you know? And I feel like a lot of times, too, people are like, oh, are you mass? Are you femme? Are right. you stem? Are you soft stud? Are you, are all these things. Right. And it's just like, some people probably feel very consistent in one of those categories yeah. more than the others. I just feel like I flow through them. So fluid is my favorite term, but yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that term, but it's crazy because, and we love this show because <laughs> even in the gay community, we be judging. And, yeah. Or not yeah. only we don't, Judge, or mis- we don't know. You're right, mm-hmm. misinformed. Right, so that's why we like we don't be knowing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we rather somebody speak up for themselves because I-, I could say whenever, I, other than you, mm-hmm. whatever I see somebody say they're transgender, they went from female to male. Mm-hmm. So, are you saying you're transgender because you 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 obviously got your breasts removed, mm-hmm. right? Is that why you're transgender or just? Because I felt like when people also said it, like they was taking mm-hmm. tea and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, so the definition of trans is if you transition from the gender you were assigned at birth to any other gender, you are uh, transgender. Yeah. Because okay. trans is a term means to move through, right? So it's like, if you're trans, yeah, so if you shift your gender, like they slapped your ass when you was born and they gave you a gender based off how you looked right. and you grew up and you was like, that doesn't feel right for me you transition from that space and that's transgender. So you can transition in the binary, okay, male, female, whatever, woman, man, or you can transition out of the binary. So people who are non-binary, right? right? Yeah, honestly, and I feel like, and this is me, like, I know a lot of dykes, and I say dyke as in like mass presenting women. I love dykes. Yeah, we were just talking about dykes. We were just talking about dykes. I just want to know if if we got the same uh, terminology. It's true, because some people are like, don't call me that. I'm like, cool, that's fine. But like, I I love dykes, it's my thing. And I feel like in the dyke community, and like for mass presenting women, mm. a lot of people are non-binary even within that. You can identify as a woman and that work for you and that's fine. And then there are folks who are just like, just call me Sid, just call me whatever. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I am what I am. And right. that's a non-binary energy to me. So it's just a, different words, different labels. Yeah, I think it's we so just, deep. Yeah, right? because no, when I, when I seen, like, cause I was watching some stuff that you was on mm-hmm. that you, and you did a great job on breaking it down. Like when you would say like, I'm, I'm, like transgender i'm like but you're not woman to male right. but like when you're just saying that you're just coming out of being the woman mm-hmm. 
It do make a yeah, lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I have two questions. Mm-hmm. One, are we dykes? Me, are we dykes? Are we considered dykes? <laughs> are y'all dykes? That's the question. I don't think I consider I'm a myself lady. a dyke. I don't think I consider myself a dyke. Because <laughs> no, I shouldn't be able to answer that question for you. You right. know what I'm saying? I just feel like the people, because like straight You're people dying. be thinking like, you know, studs want to be men and oh, you a dyke mm. and da da da. Like, I'm not a fucking dyke, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know what people mean when they say dyke. Everybody mm-hmm. got like a different meaning to dyke. Mm-hmm. How you so, feel about. Which, yeah, what would you consider a dyke? <laughs> I mean, I think it, I think it just depends. Like, for me, when I see um, people who may be may have been assigned female at birth, mm. but they're not, but they don't wear clothing that aligns with that. Maybe they don't have mannerisms that align with that. You know, like they, I like they are themselves in a way that people would not identify with women. Often, I feel like a lot of dykes are folks who are just like blurring those lines of what it means to be masculine and feminine. You know, and so that's what I think. But there's people. You might be. No, <laughs> no, I, no, no, I feel like you're being real I'm fucking bigger. nice. I know. I no, feel you're like, true. I feel that's like you, I feel, but, you doing great at representing the culture. We not that good. We. Like yeah, y'all, yeah, if you yeah. like, what are you? Because people have used it against. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's right. Like, it's like it, I feel like like bi curious, for example, mm-hmm. as a term, sometimes be like a shot. Someone be like, no, I'm bisexual. I like different genders. Right. You know, not just men and women, just different genders. And you be like, oh, so you're bi curious? Yeah. So you don't really have it figured out yet. It's like, oh, you're sliding me. So I feel like people can use dyke, fag, all these things to slight you, mm-hmm. or people can reclaim them. You know what I mean? So like, there's a whole dyke march during Pride, and I'm. Turn up, yeah, know? it's all about how you how you turn into it. So the other question I want to ask. So we had a guest up here who was gender fluid. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm just trying to understand because I don't know if this how you move as well. Okay, mm-hmm. but what she told us is basically sometimes she feels masculine, mm-hmm. sometimes she feels feminine, mm-hmm. and she said when she's feeling masculine, she dresses masculine mm-hmm. and and opposite. But also when she dresses feminine, she mm-hmm. only dates guys. And when she dresses masculine, she only dates men. Like she said, she dead ass will cut off all of her girls Mm -hmm. if she feel like she wants a dude. Yeah, I think my friend was hurt. (laughs) So like, have you heard of, because like, I just, and do you move like that as well? Or Mm -hmm. like, how does? Well, personally, for me, I'm gay. Like, I'm gay. Okay. I'm only attracted to. So it's so many terms. So trans. Mm -hmm. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Gender fluid and gay. Yeah, okay, so we're thinking about, so trans and gender fluid are terms that deal with gender. And then okay. gay okay. and bi are sexuality. Okay, See, there we go. we fuck up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is, right there. <laughs> just because they're transgender doesn't mean they're gay. No. Oh. Yeah. And here's another kicker, because people get real mad about this. Hey, dude, straight man, you learned something? Did you catch that one? Right, so Did you catch that one? So that's we got to ask our straight man. Say it again. Say it, say it again one more time. Just because they trans don't mean they gay. Okay. Wow. Mean gay. wow. And, for example, you could be, so you could be a trans woman and a trans man, and y'all are in a straight relationship. You sure? Right. That's a man and a woman. Straight. That's a man and a woman. Y'all just was still, like, oh, 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 They better oh, oh. like, let me sit in your seat. You can sit okay. in my seat. But you know what? <laughs> but I think sometimes, too, like, <laughs> people think about queerness and think about, like, sexuality. But to me, it's like, you know, that's a straight relationship. But it's going to be, there's queer elements, too, because they're, they're not cisgender. They're trans. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's different shit. But I just feel like, once again, like, got to keep flipping it on his head. Cause yeah. two different See, things. and uh, also, I feel like there's different trans now that now that you said it so mm-hmm. i feel like i should ask you this but i really should ask like a trans manness mm-hmm. right because it is a difference yeah for right? everybody but it's like when you are trans mm-hmm. you want to be called a male so now you don't even want to say you're gay 
right? Right. How does that work? Well, I don't know. I think that it is just from what I'm hearing from you, it just feels like there are. I think that there are a lot of stigma that yeah. people might deal with between gender and sexuality. I think especially if you're like mask presenting in any kind of way. Yeah. Because like if you're mask presenting or if you're femme presenting, like the whole world's like be straight. So mask right. goes with femme and femme goes with mask, right? That's what they say. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, if you are transitioning gender and then you also realize that your sexuality is also shifting or maybe you haven't been honoring, I feel like that happens a lot because yeah. they're so interconnected. You know, like my, my relationship to how I was dating and who I was dating definitely shifted after I transitioned because I was actually in alignment with myself, you know? So mm. the people I attracted were different too. Right. But, I, but for me, I've, I'm, I'm a gay trans person, so I'm only dating other people who are in that same category. So I, I, I like androgynous people. I consider myself to be very androgynous. So I realized after I transitioned that when I date like someone who's mass or femme, it doesn't work with me because they are still very binary minded. So I fuck with you, but like that's just not how I live my life. So you don't, <clears throat> it's a lot. You're it's about to say, did, well, real quick, did you hear the word she said androgynous? Remember yeah. I was saying I, I dated that uh, girl who was androgynous. No, she dated a stud. They called me stud for stud. I said she was androgynous. <laughs> it, it, and that's a thing. It's a thing. You know, it's a thing because it's, it's like thing. you can see somebody as mass or see somebody as femme, and someone else be like, "No, I don't get either from them." So it's it's like how you see yourself versus how they see you. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see you. No, it's, see a you it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Especially yo, you know the crazy thing is, mm -hmm. we got like fifty percent straight viewers. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah. like, they like break it down. No, right, right, right. Like, yeah. So like even stuff that we might know, <laughs> mm -hmm. we gonna break it down. Cause even straight people do not realize there's a difference between gender and mm -hmm. sexuality. Yeah, yes. I mean, I just really, like I knew that, but like <laughs> mm -hmm. hearing it like how you put you it, it's like, bro, that makes so much sense. But it's down to everything. I feel like straightness and like, like just, like, so we talk about straightness and cisgender, it's the same kind of thing, right? right. Cis, cisgender, cisgender, what is that? So if you were born- I just was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so if you were born, and you were assigned female or male or whatever your gender, and you grew up and you're like, yeah, that makes sense, that's right for me, then you're cisgender. Okay. If you was born and they assigned you something, then she was like, nah, y'all was wrong. <laughs> then, okay. You know what I mean? That's the transition. So, so, so when I talk about cis people, that's what I mean. That's straight okay. people. Yeah, cis, yeah he's cis, cis, cis straight. Cisgender. Yeah, he's cisgender. Cisgender ass nigga? But, Say also, but, but if you identify as a woman. Cis! Cis! <laughs> hey, cis! <laughs> We so childish, look. Oh, we can Well, yo, if you started catcalling niggas, calling them sis like yeah. that, I think things would shift very quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be, I'll be, that's why I had to correct myself earlier. Like, respectfully, I did not mean, y'all, yeah, I mean nah. to say they. But my other thing, like, do you identify as a woman? Yes. So you're sis. Do you identify as oh, a woman? Yes. I'm so you're sis. Y'all sis too. Not the leg cross. I want to be so gender. I want to be ghetto. Or so gender, okay? <laughs> All right, I have a question. Yeah. All right, and it, I don't want to sound. Cover your mouth? I don't want to sound ignorant. Okay, I don't want to sound ignorant. But when did the pronouns come about? Because mm -hmm. I have only recently heard of pronouns people changing the program mm -hmm. pronouns maybe like three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I want to respect it one hundred ten thousand percent every time I get a little confused sometimes. But yeah. I do want to be respectful of a person's pronoun and mm -hmm. it's hard it is hard it is, it's not yeah it take practice but like you said say, saying their name is probably the best mm -hmm. thing but so pronouns has that always been around or is yeah so it's funny because i did a deep dive on this maybe a couple years ago because 
they them as a singular pronoun, aka like you saying they represent one person, mm -hmm. um, got added to the dictionary a couple years ago. But oh. I was, you know, doing little Google Googles. Pre 19th century, people were already using they pronouns mm. to refer to somebody who they don't know the gender. So you'd be uh, like, I saw them mm. run down the street. Okay. You don't know if they were a girl or a guy or another gender, so you just right. said they. Yeah. And that was like a common practice. So people bringing that up now, people get so hot about. It. I think it's because like the expectation. If you if you tell anybody like it's new to them and then expect them to just get it, people get mad because they're like, give me a time to figure it out, grow, practice, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily new in English. Okay. Um, but I think as far as it, so people have been using other pronouns since for big, beginning of time. But when mm -hmm. you're thinking about like who controls the narrative, what pronouns you right. see, you, you know, they're going to popularize he and she as your only options. That's just, that's that's just how it is. That's fucking deep. sense. But look, like you seem super like young. Mm -hmm. Like when you were going through this, was it easy to explain or was it confusing? Oh, so because I feel like nigga. people, <laughs> like people so go bad. through that and like even how you say like I looked in the 1900s, you know whatever. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. some people might be like, "This is not me. Don't call me that." But mm -hmm. I'm not him neither. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you deal with that? It was really interesting because like when I was a little kid, yeah. I like being naturally flat chested. I was like cool. I'm, I was yeah, like, that was how I felt. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> my always. I, I had no issue. I was like, yeah. that felt natural to me. Like, all right, bet. When, when my breath started growing, freaking so hold on, out. Hold on, hold on now. Wait <laughs> freaking out. Minute. And I had cousins and other people who had like bigger breasts. And I was like, oh, they better not get like that. Yeah, they said, yeah. what you mean? Yeah. Like, everyone wants big titties. I said, no. Like, no, absolutely no, not. No, right. Absolutely not. Oh, Please. I'm like, God, <laughs> I know we like, do it. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's how I felt as a kid. So I just, but like, as a kid, I remember like asking my, my mom, like, okay, well, am I gonna have what you have? And she was like, yeah, and I'm just being confused, dumb confused. So, but like getting older, I would just push that memory back. Cause you're like, oh, maybe you're just a kid. You don't know yeah. language yet. But like, I, that was that was a first inkling of me not having having discomfort with where my body was because it didn't feel in alignment with my gender. I didn't have that language at the time. So right. then fast forward to when I came out, like it's almost two years ago, talk, trying to talk to my mom and sister about it. Like I spent so much time internally doing all the research and the day thems and 19th century and all type of shit. The <laughs> broke by, it down. Yeah, broke it down. <laughs> by the time I figured out for myself, I didn't want to explain nobody else. I right. said, get it or don't, bitch. Like, right. literally, get it or don't. Like, I was just <laughs> out. And that was, that's not the best strategy. It don't work. It, for me, it did not work. Yeah. So I had to realize, like, okay, if it took all this energy for me to see who I am, let me rest. Because I'm gonna have to need triple that energy mm -hmm. to really like bring the people who I love into my world. Mm -hmm. And niggas who I don't care about, like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. You don't get it, it's fine. But the niggas who I don't care about and niggas I do care about are gonna have the equal amount of difficulty yeah. right? understanding me. And so if I care about you, I have to do that work. And that shit, it took a lot of time. A lot and of time. it's important, especially for the straight community, to realize <laughs> like when you a kid and you ain't want boobs, you wasn't thinking about dating girls mm -mm. you was, just didn't want no yeah, titties didn't want them. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes that's where they be like um where the gender and mm -hmm. sexuality like you already felt that way mm -hmm. before you was attracted to anybody mm -hmm. you yeah. know what i'm saying and i think that it and they happen it's funny because 
like I knew that I liked um, people with coochies. Okay, <laughs> period. Yeah. Because Coochiana. different genders, different names. <laughs> yeah, coochie. Okay, period. <laughs> I knew I liked coochie from a very, very young age. Tiny. You know, Hard, girl. Tiny. Not too much. <laughs> so it was like, but also, I, I feel like I also, like, also had that same feeling about the breast, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I wouldn't say that they happened, I can't tell before or after, but I feel like from the same moment of childhood, I was aware of both. So it just just takes time of growing up and like holding on to that and like making it be real for yourself. You know, that was how it happened for me. So how was top surgery for you? It was, well, what, give me a specification. Um, This is the whole process, like Mm -hmm. maybe for anyone that's thinking about it as well. Mm How much was it? I don't know. Where'd you go? Oh, yeah, my girl. friend got some big titties, girl, so we I just might want have to. Reduction. <laughs> yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, not girl. That. See, what do I say? You can count. You can say fam. You can say friend. <laughs> okay, this is not the gender stuff. I know, this and fam, I, no, my you say nigga. no disrespect. Or you can say sib. Some people say sib as opposed to like sister sib. or bro. Yeah, like sib. What about honey? You call me honey. Too. Yes, honey. I'm giving no, honey. I'm giving honey. Yo, and I'm sorry because look, you southern. I'm giving honey. I'm sorry because I'm so ghetto because the. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm like, bitch. No, we even girl. call men girls sometimes. It just kind of comes out. Yeah. Like, girl, I'm sorry, I, I, I call grown-ass men girls sometimes. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, but I'm just trying to catch myself. No, I'm sorry, but, like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, top Yeah, story. I mean, like. So for top, um, my top surgery experience was actually really smooth. Mm. Like the hardest process for me was where I just told you about like the preparing the family, getting my own internal stuff and then really having the energy to not just like cut niggas off because it was frustrating and hard. So mm. that was to me the most challenging part. But for me, I did some research on like, um, best top surgeons in the US and really I actually had a homie you might know Maxie, but I had a homie who I saw in person mm. who had top surgery the first time in Georgia. And I was like, Usher? Yeah. We're going to cut it out. Oh, okay, got you. Okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I saw, I had to cut it out. I had a friend. Usher know I love <laughs> I had a friend who I saw in person who had top surgery. And yeah. I saw him, like, that's the first person I saw close to close. And I was just like, oh shit, like, that was my confirmation. It yeah. looked good. They were so comfortable. Yeah. And I was just like, oh shit. And I remember, like, whispering, I was like, hey, like, did they get their titties removed? Or, like, was they born like that? Yeah. And the person who I was with at the time, she was like, oh no, like, yeah, they, they got to move. Oh my God, ask them about it because they love talking about it. And no, I was for like, real. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I did. Be quick to be like, you want to see? You want to see? Yeah. But you know what? That level of like transparency, yeah. I feel like that makes all the difference for queer people. No, I love that. You know what I mean? It's like freedom. Like, all right, like, yeah. Yeah, like, so after seeing that, they actually pointed me in the right direction because they were just like, oh, this is how I got mine done. You can go look whoever works for you. But they just told me about their experience. I did some Googling, researched it, all the shit. Um, and I realized that to pay out of pocket mm-hmm. is gonna start at 10K. Right. Just just for the surgery, that's not healing, that's not anything else. Um, so, and most people when they go to a surgeon, they have no insurance, because a lot of insurance doesn't cover it. Right. You're looking at 16K, Dang. 20K, like, Possibly, possibly, if you're paying out of pocket with no insurance. So f- mm. for me, I went the insurance route with Kaiser and um, LA. Think of the Kaiser. I know Kaiser. Yeah, and, and Kaiser. It was my last year under my mom's insurance. Oh, uh, just in time. Yeah, because I was, I don't know, turning 26 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. to 25 usually. Yeah, so they covered it, but that was a 10k operation, and so yeah. Well, mm-hmm. looks like I'm gonna be with these for yeah. a while. 
You don't have to shake them titties if you want. You want to make a little money with it. I'm trying to tell you something. Oh, they, 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 a lot of insurances do cover, so they got to look and ask a lot of questions. But Kaiser Permanente, West LA, they knew yeah. me by name. Okay. I'm like, hello. I was just following up again and again. Like, okay, so um, before we like leave the actual surgery part, so mm -hmm. first of all, you didn't have to have any issues with your breasts for your oh. insurance to cover them. Mm. So technically, so this is the this is the bad. This is like the. Um, I feel like this rule is a, is carrying over from people acting like queerness or gayness was a illness mm. in like the seventies and shit, right? So basically, and it still continues now. So if you're trying to get um, top surgery, I think it's also the same for like face feminization or bottom surgery for other trans folks. Um, you have to get evaluated by a psychologist, a psychiatric person. What? Now, if you do it through insurance, you have to get evaluated by their psych psychologist, whatever. If you do it personally, then you can just go to your own therapist to do it. At the time, I had my own therapist. They wrote me a letter. It was cool. Then I was like, I got to go insurance route. So then I had to go talk to Kaiser people. It's a three-week process. Damn. So do y'all think process. that's a bad idea? I know you said it mm -hmm. seems like people, but do y'all think that's a bad idea? Because there's no going back. Mm -hmm. To chop? Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, that's no, to go, to go to a psychologist before oh. you do it. Not, first of all, you don't want, like, the white man to approve mm -hmm. what you're going through. Yeah. But just, like, real psychology mm -hmm. before. I think I always recommend, like, if you can have, my therapist is trans. Mm -hmm. My therapist specialized in POC stuff, people who have trauma, all type of things. And so I looked for a therapist who I knew was already in my world. Okay. Because right. I feel like if they heard me talk, they could be like, okay, this sounds like X, Y, Z, but they could also analyze it from a trans-inclusive perspective. Don't get, don't, yeah. don't go to your, your Christian pastor. Right, talking about, And go yeah. to your therapy and expect them to understand Facts. because in their book, it says that's evil. Right. So you gotta know who you're talking to. Now, when before I went to Kaiser to get my uh, evaluation done, I had talked to other people who also had the evaluation. And there's just, you know, rules and tricks of the trade, right. things that will trigger the system to be like, what the fuck is going on here? So always talk to people. Right. You know, you're, so nah. you can get denied for the um wow you can get denied and you can pass your evaluation and still get denied just your insurance like I, yeah so it just depends it just that's depends. fucked up like yeah I'll, that's super okay up. Mm -hmm. so I like how you said though like finding a psychologist who knows who can you, you actually relate to and not just gonna be like that's what big. like nah like that's not the Christian mm, way that's big yeah. it's like that's if your psychologist like don't fuck with weed and you're like oh well <laughs> right right <laughs> they're right. not gonna be able to help you with anything facts okay so um this might be too much <laughs> alright okay <laughs> did you cause I was just watching one video uh -huh. alright did you get your nipples off too yeah I did I don't know did so that's different. Mm -hmm. So what made you not? Cause, and it. Well, now I know because you don't identify with male or or female. Mm -mm. But usually when they do, they have nipples as like a man, a, a male chest. Mm -hmm. So I never seen nobody or realized that, that yeah, they have Yeah, I never even nipples. knew that was an option. Yeah, so for <laughs> so me. So what's the option? <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, I like let me get a small nipple. <laughs> I want to make a little small nipple. Well, for me, it was actually so funny because it's like, um, so when you, so you can opt to do it. It's called a nipple graph. So you can choose to do it or to not do it. It doesn't really make your process any longer. Um, and it's just, it's, it's just up to choice. Now, for me, 
I have tattoos that I like, yeah, that I pay for, that I'm keep. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So for me, I was like, if I get a nipple, it's gonna be over my tattoo. It's just it might look disjointed. And for me, I felt that's part of my expression too. So I was just like, what do I need them for? And you can't and the the rate of you being able to breastfeed or chest feed if you have you have top surgery is pretty low. Some mm. people can a little bit. So I was just like, and I never saw myself breastfeed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. For, like before gender sexuality was a question. That was not my life, yeah. so it just didn't. I didn't really need them for anything. And also, if we get personal, like uh, we get personal, you're getting personal. Okay. Your body, you know, what's it called? Like erogenous zone. The things how you pronounce it. But it's just like certain parts of your body that like will titillate you or like excite you. Right. Like my chest was never really a big one. Oh, okay, so then even yeah. like, I'm like, girl, there. that's my spot. How you get? Yeah, you know. <laughs> so my spot away. So you can. So if you get a reduction or if you get top surgery, you would still maintain feeling. Yeah. But like nipples are always a. So just Hit like, or just miss. Take them. Yeah. What if you wanted the nipples back? There's no. I'm, it's a dub. There's uh, no possibility. <laughs> well, for, for me personally, I just, I'm, I'm, I've always been sure, so yeah, there's yeah. never a question. But if you want them back, I don't. You don't have the option like that. So that's your so right. make that choice for yourself. Right. Because you only have one set of nipples. So if you want them, you can keep them. If not, then you let them go. But some people, when they get them done, you have like a 50-50 chance. Some people say of them actually like sticking and staying. I think it's probably higher than that now, but so some folks just choose not to even deal with the complication of it or the oh, possibility of okay, it. Okay, I got one more question <laughs> about the process. Yeah, yeah my friend might uh, get them chopped off. No, 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 no. This is just because that that or is that's very yeah. informative. No, I like, really is because I did not know about the nipples. Right, mm -hmm. me, I'm like. <laughs> I was staring at your chest. Sorry, right, excuse me. Excuse me. I, no, but um. So does your body go through any transformation? Like, cause mm -hmm. we be acting like our body ain't like it got obviously a brain of its own and be knowing, mm -hmm. and that's like nerves that are going to your nipples and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Did your body do anything different mm -hmm. or react any type of way? No, the number one thing I feel like people in the trans community I heard, cause you know. Once I was preparing for top surgery, I'm following every hashtag, I'm on every social media platform because the information is not provided to us by, right. the, by the cis system that we're a part of they don't care mm -hmm. so only people who are really going to tell you the truth about it in my opinion are other people who've been through it and right. they will post about it and that's why i'm so vulnerable about it at least right. so i think that um yeah so so the check wait sorry can you repeat the question no i was saying did your body go oh, through any other? yes um one of the things that i heard that is a uh that is a symptom of getting top surgery mm -hmm. is like these little nerve tingles i guess they last like a year for me they lasted for a year because your body has removed something yeah you're, you still have nerves that had connection with those nerves that were removed so they're looking for the other nerves like, <laughs> like where am i like where are they at yeah. so sometimes you feel like a little pinch like a little like ooh, like a little pinch or whatever and it's like small but yeah. it's just because it's just nerves whatever wow. and it only lasts for a year and then it's gone but that's one thing that i felt and then um, I know that like breasts produce estrogen. I don't know much about that. But one thing my mom was always saying was like, she just was curious, like, hey, after your top surgery, how will your hormones be affected? Like, will you feel less or more emotional or anything? And it's been two years and I, I just feel very balanced. So I don't know any science about that, but yeah. that's just another thing that I hope yeah. someone does research on, so. Bro, yeah. well, I say you know so much though. Like, nah, that's really like educating us today. Oh, I remember you. when I first met you, we was up to like six in the morning talking. About hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? 
Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. About poly. Because I was thinking about being poly, but I was like, bro, I know I got to at least do my research on it. Like mm-hmm. you talking about today, like people think it's just like, I don't know, I want two girlfriends. I want to be poly or I'm going to be trans. And then they don't do the research or anything behind what it actually means mm-hmm. to live that lifestyle. Y'all yeah. got to do the research because that's a lifelong commitment, though. Yeah. No, for yeah. real. And I'll also say, too, it's like there are people who, like, I mean, a lot of people who the number one question is like, well, well what about the people who might regret or do so-and-so and so-and-so? Yeah. And I want to say to everybody, like, the the rates of people who regret breast augmentation, aka getting your boobs bigger, skyrocket. So yeah. much higher than people who get gender affirming surgery. That mm-hmm. makes sense. The rate yeah, of regret for transgender surgeries for bottom or top are like so nominal. People who bring them up are only trying to like weaponize them. Yeah. But there's just no research around it. People who get it done know themselves. So I just uh. be like, yeah, yeah, trust yourself, do the research, mm-hmm. but trust yourself. Don't let these niggas tell you who you are because yeah. you know, you know? Right. Like, that's good to know too because people yeah. do say that all the time. Well, what if you want to go back or what if you get that one? And like, yeah, that's a good point. You know? Okay, we learned a lot today. You okay. Know? So let's get into um, your type. What are you yeah. attracted to? Oh my God. Let us know. So I, I know you said you like dykes. <laughs> I am. I'm in a relationship. Yes, okay. take it. So there you go. But yes. I love. Um, I'm into androgynous people. Like I like. I love artists. I love androgynous folks. Um, I like people who don't let other people tell them who to be, like at all. So that mm. that's my type. But. I'm into folks who, yeah, like I like folks who get it and he and who can give you like a reference or a citation and also can make you laugh and like okay. turn the block up. Like that's my type of vibe. So it's a mental thing. It doesn't matter if they're identified as stud, film, trans. No, I just like androgynous people. I tend to just androgynous. androgynous. Yeah, like I, I like I'll, I'll find films attractive, math was attractive, math people attractive, but it don't usually last just because like that's. <laughs> that they're, they're in a certain space. Yeah. And I think they'll have expectations of me that I be like, where'd this come from? Like, I, I, I right. didn't agree to this. Okay. That's, that's so gender shit. <laughs> yeah, so, but you but you can be a femme or someone who's a mass and also be like, I don't live that life and that's fine too, so. Right, mm-hmm. androgynous. Androgynous. Do you have any issues? I know you're with somebody now, mm-hmm. um, but have you had any issues with like somebody not want, like, feeling some type of way because you don't have breasts mm-hmm. um you know what actually no really? <laughs> i know i really thought it was, i'm laughing because like it's so scary getting back into sex after transitioning yeah because a lot of trans people get killed or hurt like because people that you know maybe might be drunk might not see you close enough or whatever and then like you get home and like they don't know who, they, they don't know you know what i right. mean and sometimes it's not people's business it's just it's really particular just because people are so like transphobic or queerphobic or whatever so my first time literally having a sexual experience you know just out you know what i'm saying doing my thing end up going home with somebody it was cool and like she didn't even see at 
like that I didn't have any chest. No, but I had like a whole I, I had my whole chest out like the whole night. Like I had yeah. like so I, in my mind, I'm she like, was oh, fucked up. She, she gets she it. That, yeah. No, you know what I mean. But she just didn't. She was like looking up here. Yeah, wasn't yeah. even thinking about it. Or thought that, or thought that I had like no titties. Maybe just like you know flat chest. Right. Um. And then we you know we had we like we got to the moment of like oh shit like we're taking our clothes off and she just kind of stared at me for a while and she's like oh shit I didn't know and I was like does it bother you? She was like no I don't care like she was like, I just didn't know. And then we just, it was fine. But even too, I had to be aware because like the silhouette sometimes for lesbians mm-hmm. p- might trigger them. You don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? You having sex mm. and they look up and see it, uh, someone with a flat chest and maybe a dick. You know what I'm saying? But right. they're not a man. I just so, I feel like things like that were scary as fuck to me. <laughs> yeah. But it ended up being cool, you know? Just so. And so did yeah. you start telling people though or from that moment or? Tell people what? Like just a heads up or something, or did you just continue to? I mean, I'm saying you was having sex with multiple different people after that, but like uh-huh. after that, like <laughs> were outside. you telling people ahead of time or just letting them see for themselves and see how they react to it? Um, I yeah, I don't know. After that point, was, that was just like you know, it was like a body I caught during Pride. So it was okay, just whatever, <laughs> quick little body, yadi yadi. Maybe real quick. Yeah. But I feel like from that, from from that, I'm so open about myself, like. Yeah. I just hang you my Instagram, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, okay. you know, so I don't think I've ever had the issue of having to disclose. Yeah. But other people who are transgender who have to disclose or figure out what that's like for them, I just think it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the only issue I had. I have a lot of cis men who will either be deeply upset and ready to fight, like physically fight on the street over my chest. No joke. No, like, oh, are you just niggas ready to go? Mm-hmm. Or I have niggas who be like, I don't care about your chest. A nigga actually told me, oh, your heart in your chest. That's what matter. Like, okay. get my number. I said, what? Yeah, y'all should use that. I was like, no, no, thank you, sir. But uh, yeah, almost, almost. Yeah, let's kill. But if you're into men and you yeah. also want top surgery, I would not let it like deter you from getting it. Because I just, I think a lot of the men who I meet who are attracted to people with vaginas or people who look like whatever, yeah, I haven't had like they haven't had an issue with me. Uh, it's just the people who I think are like queer phobic altogether. Yeah, I think you know what I mean. So get Woo. it. Get your man and get your top surgery. No, I've that's seen a it done. Point, Cause man, <laughs> oh, if that was me, just thinking about if I was having sex with somebody and I didn't know, I don't know how I would react. How would you react? I'm not gonna lie. I would rub the breast, and I'll be like, "We still gonna finish <laughs> out the night. <laughs> we already here, so I mean, we're gonna talk about it in the morning." <laughs> Exo said a conversation. Look, look, look. Hey, oh, we. I'd probably off. be like. <laughs> If I lick your nipple, will you feel it? <laughs> All right, man, let's get it. But she ain't me, got a nipple. But I'm about to say, and I would be heartbroken because, like, my nipples, like, I fuck with my nipples. No, okay. So I'm like, damn, like, yo, I don't got the nipples, but maybe you got something. But you know, it's, neck. In, it's interesting, too, because it's like, I've had a... Uh, I don't know. I think it just depends. Like certain people, like, you don't know how you react sometimes because mm-hmm. you don't know like what that person looks like, what they're doing, mm-hmm. what it could spur for you. But I know a lot of people who actually realized that they they were overly reliant or had a, like a, they had a relationship with titties that they felt like they were supposed to have, and then they realized overly that they re- reliant, overly reliant on, the titties. on titties because no. you don't need it to come. Like not everybody does. But that is so. No, that's a little quick little trick. You want to make one come real quick? You are gonna hit them certain spots. We ain't even gonna try to find them. Yeah, but then, exactly. there's so many other spots. There's yeah. other ways. Like you might have expect high expectations of somebody titties, and they still <laughs> might not meet your expectations. Yeah, yeah. might be something a little salty. Might, nah. might be a little salty. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you ever licked salty nipples? Like nah, I haven't. <laughs> never. Oh shit. <laughs> 
Yes, I have it salt in this life, and it's okay. So I don't think I, I don't think uh, I really okay. have like salt in this. You ain't one. ever like maybe a sweaty day, and y'all just didn't get the shower yet. Just so pull you pull it out. Yes, titty just little sweaty and got I kissed like a salty night before. Salty night. Oh, you know when you hot at the club. Oh my god. You know when you at the club and you can say that you like. Yeah, it's like you gotta just roll with that one because you, you already to. knew it was probably sweaty. Yeah, you, 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 you sweating too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. <laughs> okay. No seasoning. I want to bring up what well, we already talked on it, but Sydney Star was basically saying, let me put a post up one second. Mm-hmm. Nah, you informing us. No, for love. real, bro. Like, and, and, and the thing is, people are so afraid to ask the questions that really matter that nobody ever learns. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So we talked, we, and we know Sydney Star. We want you to come. We're ready for you, girl. <laughs> but all right, so Sydney Star was basically saying how a man being attracted to a transgender woman doesn't make him gay. It does not. And you saying that earlier about it not being the same, like being transgender, you can still be straight. Mm-hmm. Straight, mm-hmm. you can be gay, you can be whatever, bisexual, mm-hmm. right? So that makes perfect sense because people was really trying to go back and forth. And even when I saw it, I was like, damn, what does that? Mm-hmm. Nah, no, because some that? of these transgender women be looking. Bad oh, bitches, yeah. girl. Like, what's and, up? And you know, man, they don't look, they don't even look that hard. Like, they'll beat the horn <laughs> driving by. No, so, for like, real, they man. beat the horn at a trans woman. Yeah. Like, they don't know. Yeah, yeah. And there's sometimes that they do know. And, yeah. then, and then they go through and they do their shit and then they just feel shame. So then they got to like, what you do with that? Like, right. you know what you came for. You know what yeah. I mean? I think, yeah, like it makes you like gender and sexuality are totally different. But I feel like people, they're so, like being cis and being straight is really strict. Mm-hmm. It's so strict. Boring. And, yeah. You know <laughs> what you can't wear, what you can't say, yeah. how you supposed to sit. So many I mean, damn like, rules. There's so many rules. So yeah. I feel like the second... The, you know, the second um, people realize that, like, like I, I just feel like they, people are so focused on genitalia and how people have sex. So they assume that if people are having sex with people with different genitalia, then you're automatically gay or bi or whatever. And I just don't think that, I, I think it's really reductive. So, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you are, if you're having sex with somebody with the same genitalia, you don't think they're gay? If it's not, because genitalia don't, under, genitalia does not equal gender. Period. It don't. So if I'm a trans oh, man, really? if I'm a trans man and I have a vagina, are you gonna say I'm not a man because I have a vagina? Cis people will. Yeah, that's their whole life. But right. no, that's literally the opposite <laughs> of all this shit. So when you Damn. start focusing on coochie or, or penis or intersex or whatever, yeah. you miss the point. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you miss all it right. every time. It's just so, about what we was taught for so long. Yeah. yeah so it's really it. just something of like learning something new that's just so foreign. Yeah, because if you're a man who's attracted to feminists, but you also, like, say you you're... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Attracted to a woman with a penis. That's what you like. That's what you want. That's not a man. That's a woman with a penis. That's a specific type of person. And that's okay. Ooh. So that's that, okay. First of all, that is what we're learning on this show is mm-hmm. like every, like we try to put people in boxes, but every single person is different. Even people, straight people, they got their own little secret things they love Ooh, that they, they would do. never yeah, tell. Like they they do all this shit behind <laughs> closed doors and be like, I'm straight. Yeah. Right. You but go, okay. I think all men are, are gay. I, I think, think everybody a little gay. Because men argument. flirt with their men friends. <laughs> Hold up. People Would that make fl- them gay? What do you mean they flirt with their men? They flirt with their friends. Like striking Viper. Like, you know, a like little bit of bromance. Yeah, like we gay for that. <laughs> 
We, all right, we really gay. All right. Like, we be touching each other's titties and all kind of shit. No, you touch my titties. Bro, you touch my ass all the time. I do. But exactly. y'all already gay. Wait, have have y'all heard of um term homoerotic? No, what's that? So, to your theory, homoerotic basically says that, like, cis men treat uh, treat men better than any other gender. They love men more. They mm-hmm. retweet men more. They quote men more. They hang around men. They only respect men. They pay men. They hire men. And they want to have more men babies. Thank you. Sound about right. Thank Homo, you. Homoeroticism says that there's a certain, like, there's a naturally gay element to their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that's homoeroticism. So when you talk about everybody being a little gay, yeah, because people trust True. people who they feel more familiar next to. So don't on, act like y'all not over here yes. getting a little intimate and getting close and doing shit. Yes. It's queer, bro. Everybody, right. everybody has it. some element of queerness in their life so acknowledge it so real quick all right somebody asked us all right their baby dad um kind of came out Mm -hmm. right um as what well basically said he likes getting head from a guy or a transgender wait okay so he is okay with a transgender woman giving him head or a gay man giving him head right okay Mm -hmm. gotcha but he's not gay then why he say that i'm asking you because you were saying like if he likes a gay, if he likes another man, yeah, like cisgender man sucking his dick, I think that's pretty gay. I yeah, would, I thought so. No, that's, that's facts. Now, that's he gay. might be bi, though, because if you're attracted to trans women and you're attracted to men, right? That that's bi. And I feel like people think bisexuality means you like men and women. But if I you like, like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to look at y'all now. I'm like, what up, though? <laughs> if, you like any, if you like more than one gender and this little picky come up, this is the bi. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, fuck it, So you like women plus? That is giving right. bi. It's giving very much bi. Okay. We, are, we should ask, you should ask the question about... Um, um, well, why don't you ask? <laughs> it's your question, though. We talked about it before, but basically, you're talking about trans in sports. See, okay, mm-hmm. but I don't even know. Like, I feel like I would want a trans man here, or a trans athlete, or but mm-hmm. I really feel like because I do feel like it's a different type of trans now. But you can answer it from what you how you feel. I all right. So there's always that issue where. Um, people are really against like trans men mm-hmm. or trans women mm-hmm. in a female sport, mm-hmm. right? Like the uh, sw- the dude that was swimming, um, he went from man to woman and now he's in the women's mm-hmm. swim league and he got like first place or whatever. And they're like, yo, like he used to be a man or whatever. Well, you want to use their, their correct pronoun. <laughs> she used I, I think it's Leah or Thomas, she used is that be- right, Leah? Are y'all talking about Leah Thomas, the swimmer? I don't know, I don't okay. know the don't name. Me. But, okay. Basically, I don't get y'all yeah. no, for real. Thank no, you. I appreciate that. Well, first please, of all, we don't, first of all, I'm not, not saying I'm not saying from my. I'm mm-hmm. saying how people felt like yes. that 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 was a man. In you know, do you feel like there is a difference? Well, one thing I would say is like I I even if I am referencing how someone else is gonna call somebody, if right. it's gonna misgender them, I'm not gonna do it. So like so if the if the if the athlete we're talking about is she. If anyone talks, whatever else they say, that's not going to work with me. You know what I'm saying? So just, so she. Um, but for me, I think that, and this is, so I, um, I'm gender studies minor at UCLA. And I only bring that up because I learned this in that one. We in, need in facts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was there. like, how the fuck we, do you know how so gender much studies, shit? Gender studies minor at UCLA. And we had a class on gender and sexuality. This is the first time this was brought up to me, uh, trans folks in sports. And, um, you know, back to what we're taught from the beginning of time being wrong like there's no there's no direct correlation between testosterone and athleticism 
There's no correlation. Testosterone and strength, maybe. Testosterone and, and muscle mass, maybe. But well, athleticism as a term means your ability to do well and excel at your sport. Different sports have different traits. So testosterone is actually not going to help you in every sport. It's just not, right. it's not true. And Understood. testosterone is not going to fill the gap for training. It's not going to fill the gap for genetics. It's not going to fill the gap for just that star quality that people mm -hmm. bring to the game. So I would say that there's a lot more research we need mm -hmm. to do on, um, on testosterone and estrogen because right now what we're doing doesn't make any sense. People take estrogen blockers and people get tested to see what their, their levels in, in comparison to people in their class. So when they're led into that class, it's because that work has been done. The anger that comes is from people who are still transphobic. Right. Who feel like, no, you feel that say, like, You know that shit yeah, don't mean, like, come on now. they're mad because in their mind, they don't believe, they don't get it. They exactly. don't believe it. So they're just going to try and discredit. But scientifically, mm -hmm. shit is checking See, out. See, I would say, <laughs> yeah. I would say exactly, but all, like, whatever. If, if I'm racing, if mm -hmm. I'm racing you, right. and that what, and you did transition, I will think you might have an advantage. But what happens when you beat the person? Right. And then you'd be like, now you would never even bring it right. up. Right. You don't care about the gender, but as long as you win, right. you don't care. So, no, that's, that's facts. So, cis people don't that's care facts. as long as they win. It's like, white people don't care as long as they win. Right. The second the niggas start coming up behind them, they go, well, let me check your genetics. Right. How would you a girl beat could me? Be the, a girl could beat a boy. Period. A regular girl yeah. can beat a regular and boy. And I would just tell y'all to look into Castor Semenya. Look in the you gotta see, you gotta say see? that's that word, baby. Oh, <laughs> is no, that a Castor, name or no? Her name is uh, her oh, Caster. Oh, okay, Caster. C A S T E R. Caster and Caster is a is an athlete, a track runner from Kenya, I believe. Dope. They were one of the first people who was like really like terribly scrutinized for their relationship mm. to their gender and their running, and they didn't even know that they had uh, that they were like in the intersex spectrum until they started winning and people started pulling their card. Now it didn't matter. After they did all this research, yeah. took all they had to take photos of your genitalia to do all these tests. That's fucked when up. you're a trans person and they're trying to take your metal away, they literally analyze your whole body like you're a creature they found on fucking right. like some alien or something. Right. So they did all of this just to find out that this person, yes, is intersex, but that their intersexness has nothing to do with them winning. Yeah. And then you just traumatize a person, right. take their medals away, and do all this shit just because you don't believe it. It's, it's See, so they ain't tough. talking about that right you know there now. That's so my just, first time even hearing that. Yeah, and that's a black person in Africa. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So just little things like that. And I think the biggest thing, uh, and even when you're talking, it still sounds like stuff is still really new and they don't yeah. know. No, it I really mean? is. But the biggest thing is the research on it's it. The right. Like, like stop putting, you know, gender gender and sexuality together mm -hmm. and really do research on this um if it really does like if it really does make a difference mm -hmm. then it's not about what gender you want to be it's mm -hmm. about or what gender you are or what yeah mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um and if it don't then fuck it everybody you know what i'm nah, saying for real, and it's I like really like... asking yourself like how does this person's truth block my ability to live my best life right what right. does it have to do with you that be my biggest thing really? Like people really lose sleep over these kind of topics and i'll be like yo why does it matter like yeah we're all human why does it matter what we want to how we want to move yeah. with our life yo even mm -hmm. more like with you you mm -hmm. want to get your breasts removed mm -hmm. right? titties yeah you want to yeah, right. get them things removed <laughs> all right really teeth. when you just break <laughs> when, when you break it down it's like 
that's that right yeah. but it's really to everybody around you yeah. it's such a huge oh, deal why wow. and there are people too who like you don't have to go through a transition to be fluid mm -hmm. or to be non-binary you could be like my titties and my ass are here my coochie is here and i'm still not a gender don't put that shit on me right. you don't have to so i just feel like whatever people can do whether it's dressing or clothing or pronouns to like be able to identify as you are mm -hmm. fully do that shit you know what i mean but Period. don't think that like your gender fluid or your trans has to look like theirs or vice versa because that's just not true it's not you know it's, I, I love that message yeah. man camille we learned so much here today with you and i hope y'all really feel inspired by what's going on here with this conversation because yeah. i do feel like at this point especially in this fucking life there are no rules to this shit there's really not just live your life however you want to live your life yeah and you said a dope quote i think we could end on it if you had quote? any more uh you was basically saying let me see let me see i'd rather be true to myself than beautiful to you mm -hmm. and i think Ooh, i like that i think without um even being trans just anybody coming out mm -hmm. i think that's so mm -hmm. huge because people be living in their shadow so everybody around them could be happy and they're miserable. Yeah. And what's the fucking point? And if you're beautiful to somebody who doesn't get you, it doesn't matter. Because mm, you, don't, you don't exist. So it's like if, you, if, if your existence is just on your beauty or your desirability, it's so, it's so shallow. And I really wish more for everybody. And I got that for myself. I'm going to keep getting it for myself, period. But there's no rules, like you said. Nah, I love it. And <laughs> you just having, like, facts to back it up. You doing your own research. I think it's that's the research very, for me, I man. think that's very important, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. Because evidence exists. They just don't want to show it to us. But if you look, you will find it. Especially yeah. with TikTok. <laughs> look. Oh, yes. No, and I'm about that's to say, when, I, when I talk to people like you, like, Cause some people do do stuff as a trend, mm -hmm. as a trend, mm -hmm. as a trend, mm -hmm. <laughs> as a trend. I'm like trend. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so stuck on the trend. I'm about to go home and research support it. But no, they do stuff for like trends. Like I actually was sawing people. I don't know if it was true or not. I don't know if y'all heard about it. But people who were transitioning as a TikTok trend. Oh, through the little I heard about thing? it. Or yeah, it was like, yeah. I don't even know. Like, were they transitioning fully or like making it? Like, no, it was like people that was fully really? like doing the process, like as a as a study, though. like as a. I'm about to go do this. I'm not really like that, but let me show you all that. It's just like some weird. Yeah, I did. Shit. It's not a costume. It's so weird. It's, it's like, not a costume. It's like stop wearing afro. Stop wearing locks. Stop okay. pretending to be gay or trans. My locks real. <laughs> okay, girl, I'm out. Yeah. Let's do it. But it's just like it's a it's a culture. You gotta respect it. Yeah. So if you're not a part of it, just you know. That's weird and when people are really going through like i like really trying to find themselves and stuff yeah, that ain't weird. nothing to play with bro for some views and then you mad <laughs> later down the line it's like people people being like oh i'm gonna be dark today i'm being masked but like, i'm gonna just see what it's like or people who literally like there's videos of people who change their race and walk around and see what it's like it's like yeah like that's so it's weird, the same bro. shit like, but don't get that confused people who like knew who they were when they were young and just had to develop the money time and resources and language to to be that right because it takes time you know right. what i mean i don't know if you was a little kid and you like wanted to dress a type of way and you don't have no money for that shit. right you right. have to wait till you get older like, damn wait. i'm gonna wear this dress for one more time okay you know same shit. Oh, we, well, nah. i think we summed that up man that was a lot that we learned we, we all we appreciate you. no for real because the thing is like i've known you for a little minute mm -hmm. so i feel very comfortable even making mistakes with you when yeah. i do talk about these kind of topics mm -hmm. like you know you're not like nah bro because some people be like no nah, brother like they be trying to check you i'm like yo i really don't know i didn't mean any harm yeah. so i like how you're patient with us mm -hmm. and you just educating us and helping us be more aware because mm -hmm. i want to be respectful to it and i do respect it and i don't think it's yeah. like 
um, how you know you gonna feel like that in five years. You know, like that's not even mm -hmm. for me to be worried the fuck about. Like, mm -hmm. but if you living in where you at, anybody and they feel like they're at peace and mm -hmm. they're at freedom, like. Yes. That's all that matters to me. And too, when I first transitioned, it was hard to be patient. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I bet, man. Because it's like you're so. I feel like for me, I was so triggered. Yeah. So if someone misgendered me. I'm just like feeling like, damn again, damn again, damn again. Yeah. You know, especially after getting top surgery. Like, so I just say like, if you're gonna do things, do them for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because people have been trained with for gender real. for thousands of years. So yeah. like, it's gonna take time for people to be able to see someone and be like, oh, I wonder who they are, right. as opposed to like projecting something. So yeah, it get real sharp because I was real hostile for a while and you have to just be like forgiveness gets forgiveness you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so i don't want nobody to feel bad right. and i do yeah. think that like the gay community or like we do need to be open in a respectful way mm -hmm. to educate um a little bit mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. because we be we do be so like quick to don't call cause i ain't gonna lie i slip Said she once or twice, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's like, like you said, like people have been trained like this. Now, if they do that and then don't feel no, like don't apologize or mm -hmm. just disrespecting you, that's one thing. But mm -hmm. if it's just, you know, somebody trying to transition on the learning, you know, mm -hmm. curve with you, you know, I think the gay community needs to kind of work on that because we be like, like how you just said earlier, you're like, I don't want y'all to be canceled. Like, and you got to be canceled, but asking real questions mm -hmm. that a lot of people want to know, not mm -hmm. in a disrespectful way, right. but in a way like, so let's have this conversation. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so we definitely appreciate you. Thank yeah, thanks, Camille. You. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's the No Homo Show. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, comment. Yeah. See y'all next time. Okay, whisper. Okay. <laughs> Let's give it an ASMR. <laughs> Whole lot of gay shit. Whole lot of gay, 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 gay. I like that. Boss Brits. We certify. And DJ Excel. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.